0: Initialize sequence.
1: Yo, what up? This is Prozac. This is Shag's 2-Dope from his St. Cloud Posse. Duh, yeah, this is Bree. Yo, this be the one them called Tech 9 What's up? This is Mad Child. This is your boy Spider-Man, a.k.a. Brother Lynch, huh? Jared from Head PE. Yo, what up? This is Hop. My name is Recognized. <laughs> this is
0: Boondock. Yo, this is Blazy Dale, homie. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. Catching up with the multi-talented Kung Fu vampire on the underground, it is Ned Kung. How are you, man?
1: Yes, yes, glad to be back. I'm fantastic.
0: That is good to hear, man. Now, first up, before we jump into that brand new album, I want to know, how was this year's gathering?
1: Oh, man, you know what? It was my sixth or seventh, I want to say, maybe my sixth out of the last nine years, and... It was my favorite gathering thus far. Anybody who was at the gathering will know and understand that when I say fuck that hill, I mean, fuck that hill. (laughs) Other than that, it was amazing. There was a hill that was really treacherous to climb between the campsite and the stages, the main stage and where the food was at. But other than that, man, uh, yeah, weather was great. It was great. I loved it, had a fun time, did my set at midnight on the first night. Which is pretty much the most prime slot, in my opinion. And then I was on the main stage with Whitney Payton during her opening Friday opening slot on the main stage. So yeah, man, it was it was absolutely fantastic.
0: Oh, that's good to hear, right there, man. And just think of the exercise when it comes to Hill. I think you're a fit sort of dude. You got to think of the the exercise, Kung Fu.
1: Yeah, I actually chose to walk it once, just to be amongst the people. I, I had golf cart access all the whole time, but I chose to walk it. And uh, I could see the load struggling it was pretty, pretty steep. But I decided to do it once just to tough it out. And yeah, I mean, I'm in shape, so it wasn't a big deal, but I could see that being a problem. This year's gathering, man, I mean, we came in there and destroyed, killed it, had fun with the people, hung out all those days. We didn't camp there, but um, we, we drove in every day from the hotel and, and just had a blast.
0: Oh, that's good to hear, man. So no outrageous stories or anything like that? I've only I've only been there the once, and that was back in 2005 now, and it was an absolute riot.
1: Oh, yeah, you were at Cave and Rock, where the weather was probably a lot more harsh, um, but very fun in the middle of nowhere. I'm glad you made it one of them at least yeah there wasn't any two super crazy stories that uh, i saw it was just a lot of positivity but we announced buckshot and my project called double dragon at the gathering so that was a kind of an interesting fun thing that happened
0: oh okay man so you've got a project called double dragon with buckshot i guess that leads me into that man what can you tell us about that
1: well we're we're gonna continue my 80s addiction and bring like a video game 80s addiction to the project and it's going to be produced by michael seven summers and it's just myself and buckshot and we're doing an album together so we're we're pretty excited i really like him our styles are way different so it's going to be nice i think he compliments me well and he's got a smooth flow so
0: that is cool right there and you definitely do have different styles there and i I love the 80s theme man that's really awesome
1: Thank you. Yeah, I've been, I've been into it the last like five years and it's fun. I'm, I'm trying to twist it into my own thing and do my own version of it, like a hi-fi, not a lo-fi version, you know?
0: Yeah, most definitely. And do you have a sort of an expected release date for that one? Is that a 2020 sort of project or what's to the go there, Kung Fu?
1: Yeah, we're, we're still talking about it. We talked about it yesterday. It's definitely 2020. We just don't know when yet. We're gonna try and bust it out pretty quick, so.
0: Awesome, man. But I wanted to know, how do you juggle being a kung fu expert, a vampire, a rapper, and a dad? A man of many skills kung fu.
1: There's no video games, there's no TV, there's no leisure other than the ladies. And uh, <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough. It's a lot going on. I'm training, I'm lifting. I'm trying to find time to, you know, go drink and wine taste and go do fun things, but it's just few and far between. And then being a dad is fun, and you go through little times. You know, today my daughter was frustrating me because they're making a big mess with homemade paint and homemade stuff they're doing, but she's a big joy, and, you know, I'm hoping to start bringing her on tour one of these days. But yeah, it's a hard juggle, man, so it's a great question, and, you know, I'm barely getting through it, to be honest, so...
0: Yeah, you sound a lot like myself. You've got to sort of give up all those sort of fun things. But it certainly does pay off, and I can definitely relate to the homemade crafts and whatnot. My daughters went through a homemade slime from all those YouTube videos, so I feel your pain there, Kung Fu. Man, that
1: goddamn homemade slime. That wasn't the worst, because <laughs> that actually cleans up well. So that wasn't the worst i didn't mind that it's when they integrated glitter into the homemade slime that i got a little pissed off but um it's fine it cleans up over time
0: (laughs) (laughs) i have definitely been there man definitely but i will switch things up to this brand new album of yours come dawn it's out now making big moves tell us all about this one kung fu
1: man This was a long album in the making. We kind of scrapped a bunch of songs in the process and came back to it. And my drummer and engineer, Chris Paxton, finally produced some tracks for me. He did two tracks on it, which are phenomenal, 1986 and Madonna. And, you know, it's a hodgepodge of styles like all my albums. A lot of people tend to think that this is by far the best album. It's kind of come back unanimous, that this is just a whole other level. And it definitely charted high for us you know we don't have a label or an investor or management or anything so the chart at number 18 on itunes was phenomenal and you know it's a journey into my mind it's a deeper album it's a more emotionally connected album it's a more flamboyant album it's it's fun it's a lot more fun some comedy on there and i think it's more relatable and i think my existing fans and new fans can both appreciate it
0: Yeah I definitely agree with that right there man There's just something different about this one And it's right up there And I I did see a tweet from you the other day Saying a lot of people are saying it's album of the year And I'd I'd have to agree with that man You've got like a a nice sort of collection of collabs on there as well and, And it just feels like it was definitely worth the wait So hats off to you for it
1: Thank you. I'm hoping to keep delivering like this, but not making people wait as long. So that'll be the new approach. But, you know, I was battling some things. I was I was doing some crazy long tours. And then I took a year off from touring or like 10 months off from touring to uh, fix a 6 injury that's pretty much not going to get better, but it's, it's better enough. You know, I was in acute pain for about a year, and now it's a lot better. So it's just been a rough ride then, and, you know... Um, Now we're back with The Vengeance, and the album is doing fantastic, and we're getting rave
0: reviews. That makes me feel good. Oh, yeah, And, and no good to hear about the injury there, man, but props all around on the album. And you sort of mentioned earlier that you are pretty much as independent as they come. Have you ever sort of considered signing to a label, whether that be underground or one more mainstream, because you sort of can fit into anything, I feel?
1: Originally, I didn't want to sign to any label and then I said I considered signing to an underground label And then by the time I started getting contracts and offers from all the underground labels I, I was no longer interested in that and then now I actually would consider a Major label deal It's probably the only thing I would consider is a major label deal and the reason why is because if they could propel me to a level where this music could be heard by everybody and then we could get off the label and have the name blow up big enough, we already know how to run this thing to a degree where, you know, if we could just get propelled up higher where we belong, then we could take it from there. So if I had to lose a little bit of money to, to let some big label blow us up and they make the money off us, so I'd be fine with that as long as I can get back to, to getting off that, out of that contract and back to doing... From, from our own backyard.
0: Oh, I like um, so that right there. Eh?
1: That. Yeah, it's just a tactic. And, you know, I did I announce on kind of a real low level that I started my own record label with this Come Dawn album. If you look in the liner notes, it's called Ultraviolet Violet Entertainment. So we officially have a label now called Ultraviolet Entertainment. And it's something I'm excited about developing over time.
0: Oh, that's cool right there. And news to me, man. So what can you tell us about ultraviolet entertainment? Is that are you looking at signing people yourself or is it more just to market you through it?
1: For now it's to market us. I may market somebody really young, like a teenager that I have my eye on. That's a friend of mine. Maybe eventually my daughter, whose name is Violet, could kinda take it over we could, you know, work on developing her. But it's gonna encompass different aspects of entertainment from comic books to acting and things like that But it's basically just the beginning and then we're gonna be real careful with every move we make We want everything to be high, high class, high quality, and so that's going to take
0: my time on it Oh, a bit of a case of watch this space right there. I like that Kung Fu. I like that man. That's cool So just switching things up last time we chatted yeah. We were talking about your adventures in the Playboy Mansion and I just wanted to know man. Have you been back since then?
1: Ah, no, nah, man. Things have changed over there with the passing of Hugh Hefner and and whatnot. I haven't been back, but you know what? I've been partying harder than ever these days. So things have been good. <laughs> uh, with mine going back.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny right there, man. And you're a family man. You've got a brand new album out. I want to know something a bit surprising about you though. Like you, you sort of your cards are sort of laid out on the table, but there is is there something that would surprise your fans to find out about you?
1: Well, I am double colorblind. A lot of people think I'm super color-coordinated, but I'm actually double colorblind. I don't know if the public knows that or not. I have heavy colorblindness, I have problems distinguishing brown from green, blue from purple, red from brown, yellow from lime green. A lot of these stuff is just the same color to me. So that's, that's something fans don't know. There's quite a few little interesting things going on, man, you know, that fans don't know about. But one thing is, for those who don't know, I have been offered uh, label deals from over nine labels in the last six years. Damn. And you know, we said no to all of them. Some of those were major, some were underground, some were in the jungle world. So if you're a fan of me, or a new fan of me, and you're one of those people that says, hey, I think blankety-blank label, we should sign you, you're good enough. Just remember, we we don't correlate quality of music with labels. So I think we just put out a project that sounds better phonically, that has more flavor, higher quality graphics, higher quality printing, as high as quality jerseys and shirts and merchandise, websites, the way we conduct ourselves as anybody else, any of the underground labels. And I'm specifically talking about strange music, psychopathic, magic ninja, suburban noise, these type of labels costume label i feel like what we're doing is actually not equal but higher quality than what they're doing i i can say that without a blink of an eye because i'm only focused on one thing and that's quality i want to give fans unadulterated Exotic, sexy, perfect quality music from the soul, from the heart, with no business stuff getting in the way. This come down album is super provocative, but when you hold the CD in your hand and you feel that matte finish with that. 600 dots per inch graphic cover and you pull that CD out everything is just perfect and you pop it in and it bang like a commercial album but with an underground sound or just a unique sound that is what sets us apart from these labels and people with managers not even so much record labels people with managers and agencies that are a grindhouse are just pouring stuff out and setting deadlines we didn't have a deadline on this record we put it out when I was ready so you know, this is 100% independent. For those who don't know, there's a difference between choosing to be independent and being independent because no labels will sign you. We've chosen to be independent. I I would hope that my fans, new fans, and prospective fans would respect that and put a little bit more effort into promoting us and and helping our grind and seeing what we're doing as something huge.
0: Oh, well said right there, man. Now, first up, I've got to say, I'm a fellow colorblind guy right here, so that's cool, and I definitely didn't know that. But as far as you being offered being someone to labels, I didn't know that. Is that, is that something that you can speak about more or would prefer not to sort of say of who's offered you deals?
1: Well, I don't want to hurt people's feelings and I'm not really the type to gossip so for me, um, you guys can just speculate what labels of opera feels. We've said no to labels for different reasons, one of which we we really got love for, but we can't sign with them because we're a band. You know, I have bandmates. I got two people to pay when we go on tour. All I do is music. I don't have a day job. A lot of these musicians on Strange Music and just different labels, other indie labels, they have regular day jobs. They have to work day jobs. This is my only job. If I was to share that to 50% of that with a label, you know, and that interferes with what I do. I don't know how I would be able to deal with that. I don't know how I would take that. You know, if if it's not tripling my money and I'm splitting it in half, then what's the point, right? I'm trying to make money to keep this thing going. And in order to keep it going, I can't cut people in who aren't really worth it so to speak, but one of the labels I didn't want to sign to that I didn't like, I didn't like what they were doing. One of the major labels that tried to sign me, I didn't like the guy. I didn't like the A&R guy at all. He just rubbed me wrong. One of the other underground labels I wanted to sign to big time because they're my friends, but at the end of the day, I already have a bunch of merchandise and a band, and when you sign to a label, you know, they're not going to let you sell your own merch and things like that, and I'm not willing to do that. What am I going to do? Just sit on a hundred grand worth of merch or what, what are you going to do you know so for me it was more just a business decision like hey it's probably not in the best interest of my of my brand to sign it over to somebody who really is, isn't going to add to it so i'm hoping to build it up to a level where people just you know like a Hobson who's basically doing it on his own like a sell the product who's now doing it on her own like a necro like Twisted Insane like there's a lot of people that are built a pretty big brand like
0: myself without having a label you know yeah yeah it's very interesting right there man and and once again very well said and I appreciate you not you know wanting to gossip like that and I think everything that you said is very well granted and you mentioned in there that you don't do a day job like a lot of these underground and independent artists do do I wanted to know though if you were to do like a job what would that be do you think if you weren't rapping what would you be doing kung fu
1: so i actually like doing architectural design and interior design a lot as much or more than i like doing music it's kind of interesting so if i could have figured out a way to spin that into my own business i definitely would have but the fact that i do it as a hobby like on my own house feels a lot better keeping that like my hobby like that's fun to me so i would definitely probably go for architectural design you know designing the exterior of houses designing patios you know landscape design interior design that's my passion
0: that's crazy right there man you really are a jack of many trades and you're about to head out on the road switching things back up to the music the come dawn tour starts this friday the 13th A full list of the dates can be found at kungfuvampire.com i wanted to know though man is there any chance we'll ever see you our way
1: Man, we've gotten offers to get out there, and I don't know why we haven't done it. I think we should do it. I'd say it's pretty close. We're close to coming out there. I'm not looking forward to a 24-hour plane ride to get out there, but it's worth it. Maybe have to drink and take some pills and fall asleep or something. I don't know. (laughs) But we got to get
0: out there, man. Oh, that would be all sorts of awesome right there, Kung Fu. It's not quite 24 hours. I think it's about 15 or something from Los Angeles. But, yeah, definitely it it is a long one, man. So you've got the brand-new album out now called Come Dawn. You can pick that up at kungfuvampire.com. You're about to head out on the road. You've got a project coming up with Buckshot, as you mentioned earlier. Is there anything else we need to know, Kung Fu?
1: Man, just support this record. iTunes, Spotify, you can grab the CD directly from my website. This coming Friday, we're also going to release the uh, video for the song My Turn featuring X-Rated. We've got a lot in the pipeline, and we we'll just need people to go subscribe to our YouTube channel and just be ready and support us and share. Share what we're doing with your friends and family and, and help push this movement. We don't have the luxury of a label helping us out. I, I, you know, In some respects, I wish we did, but the people are our record label. You know, really, the fans, you guys, the press, everybody's our, our label, so to speak. So we need everybody behind us, you know?
0: Yeah, most definitely. You are 100% independent. And I guess it's more rewarding in that sense as well, Kung Fu, knowing that you're doing it all on your own.
1: Definitely, man. It, it, it's, a, it's the challenge is the, the, the reward. The journey is a reward.
0: Most definitely. Well, thank you so much for taking some time out. Be sure to pick up this brand new album. It is called Come Dawn. It is out now. You can pick it up through KungFuVampire.com. Hit him up on all those socials, Facebook.com slash KungFuVampire. Same deal on Instagram. Grab the CD at KungFuVampire.com. And thanks so much, Kung Fu. Really appreciate it.
1: Appreciate you, man. Much love to the underground. Ned, appreciate you, bro. Thanks for taking the time out. And much love to Australia and everybody listening. <laughs> What?
0: It's the underground.